Welcome to the Trials and Tribulations podcast with Real Estate Dave. My name is David Fenster, a licensed realtor with American Destiny Real Estate in Philadelphia. This is episode two of the Trials and Tribulations podcast, and I received a lot of good feedback from the first episode, so I really appreciate that from all you guys. I had a couple people, um, some family, some friends reach out saying that they really enjoyed listening to the episode. I even had somebody from my real estate class text me that, um, you know, after failing the exam a couple times and and while she's like working this job, um, it kind of motivated her to get back into uh, the studying grind to, to go back for the test. And like I said last episode, I failed the test six times, so that was really encouraging uh, for me to hear that, and that really felt that felt really great, honestly. And I, I hope you guys continue to listen. I really appreciate it. Tonight, in tonight's episode, later on, we have Alex Yellen from Cushman and Wakefield, a brokerage up in Brooklyn that deals with a lot of commercial real estate leasing, etc. And um, yeah, on a, on a quick side note, I had a uh, intramural basketball game tonight earlier this evening and I just I I keep forgetting sometimes I was talking to one of my buddies who, who's my roommate who lives on uh who, who lives with me we're on the same team some people just they just care way too much about intramural basketball like you're not going pro you're not you're you're not going to get recruited by anybody and You just gotta go out there and have fun, cause that like it's all about getting a sweat like these days in in intramural basketball, and it it just it it behooves me sometimes. Sorry to go on that little tangent. It's also funny that I say that because there was a video that came out today for those of you who follow the fifth quarter and who follow me um, on Facebook and on social media platforms. Uh, I tried out for the Delaware Blue Coats, which is the Sixers. NBA G League team, which is like, uh, for those of you who don't know, it's like the minor league version of basketball. They had an open tryout back in September that I attended, and we kind of had a little partnership with the team, allowing me to try out, uh, and we made some content around it. And it was really funny. You guys should go check it out. You can just go to my Facebook page or the Fifth Quarter, uh, their Facebook page or Twitter, uh, what have you. Um, it'll be on there. It's really funny. Back to the uh, the real estate thing. So here we are uh, for episode two. Um, I- I'm really excited to keep this thing going. You know, touched up the logo a little bit. It's um, I- I'm trying to formulate, you know, something to say here because I don't, uh, I don't go in here with a plan. Whatever kind of happens to me, I- I'm just gonna be sharing that with you. It- it's weird to me that um. I mentioned last episode that I have this uh, that I have this duplex under contract. I'm so used to the uh, to the rent scene where things move super fast. And don't get me wrong, the real estate market moves super fast. Whether or not you're trying to buy a house or look for an apartment to rent, it goes like just a snap of the finger. And with this whole process going along with this duplex, it, it, it's crazy that, like, usually with rentals, I'm just, like, following up with people nonstop because it's such a fast transaction. You want to go see the place, you like the place, apply to the place, and then ultimately you get the place as long as everything checks out. 
but with this with with this under contract thing and and we got it under contract a while ago like there's some days where just like you got to let things run its course and it just kind of has me like like a little lightning rod in a bottle cuz I, I i very am a, i'm a very go goy type of person like i work a couple jobs and i'm working overnight shift right now and I, I feel like I always have to be moving. And then sometimes when things are stagnant, it's just like, man, like, what else can I do? And um, that's just like kind of one thing that I'm learning along the way. Um, it's obviously not vindicative of anything. I'm just kind of letting it run its course. And it's just really interesting to see how it all plays out. But it, it's good for me because I was never a businessy kind of guy. Today I met with a... Um, a guy who works for Bank of America, Merrill Lynch, um, today we got we had lunch together, and he was just kind of explaining to me his whole process, and I realized I was like, man, like I never really knew the business side of life in general. Um, like my dad, my dad's an accountant, uh, financial planner, so I, I was able to learn some tidbits from him. Oh, quick side note: today's my parents' anniversary. Um, so I just wanted to quick give a quick shout out to my mom and dad. I love you both so much. Um, you guys mean more than me, more to me uh, than you realize, and I very much so appreciate you every single day and always. All right, so that's that little um, shout out to the parents. Side note. Um, back to what I was saying. I, I've had I have financial background in my family. But it's not something that necessarily interested me because I'm just like a sports guy, bottom line. And and it's fun to like have this kind of challenge uh, day in and day out to like learn this stuff because I could I could be that kind of guy um, where, you know, we're having a conversation and we could get along um, and pretty much talk about anything, but sometimes... I feel like I, I want to keep talking because that's just like my personality, but I have to learn and I and I think I've been doing a good job of it, of just like trying to listen more, keep a keen ear out for things that can be new to me and that could be something of value. And again, this isn't me like preaching anything. This is just kind of how I go about my my business, about my way of life. And as a guy who kind of wanted to become a realtor on a whim, it's it's definitely um, gratifying and humbling, if those are even the right words to use, um, learning all this stuff. I had a, we had a sweet lunch today, by the way. Um, buddy of mine, uh, my buddy's buddy, actually, his name's Cody, works for Merrill Lynch. We had lunch today. Um at the Aramark building, which is where my radio station, where I work as a producer, was um, is going to be moving to in a couple weeks. So it was really sweet to check out that uh, that building. Um, what else is going on? Um, I'm honestly, I'm honestly not sure. I just um, we're working a lot on our on our social media presence. I think that's one thing that is definitely important to highlight as I'm going through this process. Like, don't get me wrong. I love to post on Instagram. I've loved to, I, I love to upload photos to Facebook. 
Um, I I used to tweet occasionally, and now with this whole fifth quarter thing and this real estate thing, I, I when I got my license, I was like, okay, when is gonna be that time when I have to start posting like a lot? And I've I've never wanted bit I've never wanted to be that kind of guy that like is posting nonstop. But something I learn in this business, and something I even um, took from my interview with Alex um, in a couple of minutes that you guys are gonna hear, is that you gotta just you gotta just put yourself out there. Like he talked about his first cold call, and I, I personally haven't done a lot of cold calling. That's just how I. That's how I've been operating. But his first cold call, he just like mentally blacked out. Just completely just lost it. He was just saying that he was going with his gut and hoping for the best. And which turns out it did when you listen to the interview later on. It's a really funny story. Just the way of the world today is so technologically advanced. You guys all know that. Like I'm not I'm not telling you anything new here. It's just if you're in sales and you're in retail, and you're trying to make connections, the average person has their head in their phone. So where are they going to see you? On your phone, on your laptop, on podcasts. And that's what kind of compelled me to start this thing up. It's just another way, you know, for me to show you guys, like, who I am. Like, I have a lot of friends, and I'm very, I'm very grateful for that. But... It's not always going to be word of mouth that's going to get you anywhere. It's not going to get you to um, a new transaction. Well, it, it will in some cases, but it's not going to work all the time. And that's just the reality. You know, um, I, I really enjoy doing this podcast. I like I like being able to talk to you guys and girls whoever's listening um it, it, it's also kind of therapeutic for me because it makes me realize like the kind of path that i'm on and it, it makes me appreciate like the day in and day out steps that go into building your business and i've only had my license for half a year and i think it's been going a lot better than i anticipated not as far as like my performance but i think um I've definitely been getting a little more business nowadays just from, you know, keeping at it. And that's another theme that that Alex touched on. So I'm going to just stop blabbering right now and play you guys this interview with Alex Yellen. Um, You guys can check him out. You'll hear all his contact info, his company's info, Cushman and Wakefield in Brooklyn, New York, um, in this interview that I'm going to play right now. So enjoy it. All right, now joining the Trials and Tribulations podcast is Alex Yellen from Cushman and Wakefield up in New York City. Alex, glad to have you on the show. I remember a while back uh, when I was doing the radio show on Fox Sports 920, The Jersey, you were one of my featured guests, and I'm glad to have you back here in this similar setting. Yeah, it's great to be here, Dave. Uh, Love talking about sports then. More excited to talk about real estate. Absolutely, man. And just kind of explain to the listeners um, about what Cushman and Wakefield is all about. Like, what do they do? What's their area of expertise? You know, give the listeners a little bit something like that. Yeah, so Cushman and Wakefield, um, you know, multinational firm. Um, We're all over the world, uh, spanning over, you know, 20 countries. 
uh, commercial real estate um, is our bread and butter. Um, sales, leasing, uh, financing, you know, top to bottom office leasing, retail leasing, anywhere that we can add value, we really do. And uh, before before we go more in depth with your company, what uh, what kind of compelled you to get into the real estate world and like um, and get your license? Yeah, so when I when I was first in college, I uh, wasn't sure where and what I was going to do with my life and where I wanted to go professionally. Uh, at the end of the day, real estate drew me in for a bunch of reasons. One, you know, I love working with numbers. I love working with, you know, uh, sales. Anything that really can I can use my personable attributes for, uh, I really like to use them in a professional manner. Um, and then I had family in real estate, uh, you know, a bunch of family friends, a bunch of cousins that had recently been involved in real estate kind of drew me in. And then uh, from there, it just kind of took off. And touching on that personability factor, Alex, we've grown up together um, from our overnight camp days back at Camp Nakamixon. You definitely have that quality. And now as far as um, Cushman and Wakefield, um, what kind of drew you to them? Yeah, so I was actually working at another firm, uh, another big firm here in New York. Um, you know, all the connections you make there from first day on, you, you know, you carry without, uh, throughout, excuse me, the uh, the whole career process. I was lucky enough to receive a call back in July to uh, move over to Cushman and Wakefield from my other firm, and uh, everything aligned perfectly. So I just uh, took a chance and couldn't be happier. And how long have you been there? So I'm uh, just about a month into my uh, associateship here at Cushman and Wakefield. I was previously at the last firm for about a year and a half. And explain to the listeners and kind of for me, because I'm not familiar like with what an associateship is. Like, what does that what does that mean? Yeah, so you know, you start off and you're basically building your brand as a as a real estate broker. You you know, people are going to hire you based off of what what you bring to the table. So you know, your first year, you're kind of discovering who you are in the in the game um whether you're going to be a team player whether you're going to be the top of the team how you're going to you know handle your business so um throughout my first year i really got to know who i was going to be in the business and how i was going to you know tackle each day and each problem and each listing every uh way i could and 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 what did you realize from after building your brand after the first year like what is your What's your niche? Like, what's your strong suit? What are you? What are you going to try and harp on when you're attacking these type of listings? Yeah, I think you need to make a personal connection with the with the client. Um, you need to you, you need to understand what they want, what they need, and you know how you're going to achieve the goal that you guys set together from the moment you meet to whatever that goal ending is. Um, I have a few clients now who I'm working with who I started knowing my first week in the business. Um, through cold calling, through um, a database where I was given names, you know, you, you just built these relationships. And, you know, like I said, personability, you know, you get to meet these people and understand their situations and what they're going through and what they need and what they want. And you kind of just mix and match until you find the right thing for them. Do you remember your first cold call? Uh, I do. Uh, you know, in, in your first cold call, you you kind of black out. You, do, uh, you don't really realize what you're saying, but you uh you do remember what they say on the other end uh people were just you know some people are really nice some people are really rough to you and uh <laughs> you sort of have to just uh roll with the punches 
Um, going back to something you touched on earlier about what your uh, brokerage is about, you know, commercial leasing, et cetera. Where is your, um, what do you like the most out of all those realms of the real estate world? Yeah, I, I focus in sales. So I, you know, I do uh, all types of buildings. That includes multifamily, mixed use, which means, you know, both commercial and residential in the same building, uh, industrial, which are warehouses, uh, land deals, so development. Uh, I touch on everything, and it's it's a really cool way to look at the business because I get to cover all of Brooklyn, not just a specific neighborhood. Uh, I have the whole borough of Brooklyn at my disposal. I can take on any project I really want, and it's it's exciting. I can uh, I can definitely say there are a ton of buildings that I can get my hands on that uh, it makes it really exciting. And how would you describe the the uh, the Brooklyn market nowadays? Yeah, Brooklyn's uh, different. Um, you know, in the beginning of my career, it was a little different. Um, recently, New York State passed these rent regulation laws uh, favoring tenants, really. So a lot of landlords are forced to really take a look at their long-term plans and reevaluate where they want to be over the next five, ten years. Um, so the market has definitely slowed down because uh, a lot of upside is very limited nowadays. Um, so you're, you're seeing less transactions. You're still seeing the numbers that you would uh, before these laws came out, but you're definitely seeing a, uh, a slowdown in the amount of transactions. So for someone in your position um, with the market being slow like that, how would you kind of uh, change your approach to something like that? Yeah, I don't think your approach changes too hard. I think you have to really just, you know, be patient. Um, once these laws dropped, a lot of industry uh, professionals and you know top dogs in the market were saying, you know, it's going to take time. This is a this is a big deal. This is the first time a law like this has been passed since 1970. So it, it's a it's a de- dramatic change. But I think the way you approach it doesn't change as much. I think you just have to keep your head down, you know, and uh, keep going until you, you you find what you need to do. Totally understand. I mean, this business is such a grind, right? You know, day in and day out, trying to find that next sale, that next relationship built. Um, one thing I wanted to kind of ask you: What was one moment that stuck out to you? That like is a story that you can tell for years to come. A uh, story for years to come. I think that it, it starts with my first kind of mentorship uh, at my old company. You were. You were given a mentor, a team leader who kind of went along and, you know, brought you with him on meetings and stuff like that, just to get you a taste of the business, get you, you know, your legs under you. And uh, within my first month, the guy I was working for evidently left. Um, he left the company, he wasn't feeling it. And I had to kind of find and, uh, you know, find a new home with a different team, which was challenging because you work so hard just to get on one team. Now I'm doing it again, and uh, it was funny because I actually found a great home and a and a great opportunity. And uh, you know, a lot of people always say what comes around, you know, go, what goes around comes around. And um, evidently, at the end of the day, the my original mentor who left the company is actually now my boss at Cushman and Wakefield. Oh wow! Um, so it's it's an interesting story, um, but you know what, like whenever things aren't as bad as they always seem and then things don't get as good as they want, as you want to until they really do. 
I, uh, that's an amazing story. That's so funny how things work out like that. Like when one door closes, another one opens, and then you exactly. find a great house. It, it's the name of this game. Uh, before I let you go, um, before I let you go, there's uh, you touched on a lot of things as far as keeping your head down. You blacked out like mentally during your uh, during your first cold call. Is there anything um, that you would advise someone who wants to get into the real estate business, whether that be a realtor, someone who's trying to buy and flip or to rent, anything like that? Is there anything that you would advise uh, somebody who's new to this kind of thing? Yeah, I think uh, there's a few things. One, you know, you have to, if if you have a gut feeling, go with it. Um, you know, I, in my young career, you know, a year, uh, almost two years in, you, you have to realize that you're going to make mistakes and you have to, you have to go through those risks in order to get to the highest reward. So take every opportunity you can. Go with your gut. Um, another one would just be, you know, reevaluate at the end of the day. Um, make sure that after you do go with your gut, make sure that that decision is either one going to do well by you and you're going to be able to move on and, and, you know, ultimately succeed from that decision. Um, but if not, you know, cut your ties early. Because at the end of the day, the one thing we have in life that's more precious than anything is your time. And you can't waste your time too much, especially in this business, because if you waste too much time, you're going to end up, you know, at the bottom of the bottom. So you can't be, uh, you can't be wasting your time, but you do have to make the best decision for you at the end of the day. But um, with those decisions, just uh, accountability is big. So, Preach, brother. I, I yeah. hear that 100%. Hey, Alex, thank you for coming on tonight. I really appreciate it. I know it's kind of late, but I appreciate you taking the time talking with me. Yeah, Dave, I mean, you you, uh, you asked me to come on. I, I always would come on and, uh, you know, keep striving and keep doing well. Uh, the real estate game is always evolving, so you're going to be uh, you're gonna be seeing a bunch of highs and a bunch of lows. Just keep uh, Just keep moving on. No doubt, my man. Thank you so much again. That's Alex Yellen from Cushman and Wakefield in Brooklyn, New York. Um, Alex, what's your? Uh, do you guys have like a company page or anything that you guys can check out? That yeah, check so you out? guys can check me out on uh, on uh, nyinvestmentsales.com. Uh, all of our listings are up there. We have listings, you know, with a middle market team. So anything from three to seventy-five million dollars uh, will be on there. A bunch of listings. Uh, you can also, if anyone has any questions, reach me by email, alex.yelon is in nancy at cushwake.com. I'd be happy to answer some questions. And if anyone uh, wants to sell a building, let me know. Awesome, man. Thanks so much. Have a good All one. Right, Dave. You too, man. All right, great stuff from Alex. Alex is a longtime friend of mine. We grew up at overnight camp together, and we've been very close friends, best friends ever since. And I really appreciate him um, taking the time out. We recorded this interview at like 10.30 at night last night. And I could tell he was tired. Anyone would be tired at that type of night. Except for like a guy like me. When I do this overnight shift and I'm just all caffeinated up. It's uh, it's kind of insane when you think about it. But I, I definitely enjoy the process. And I definitely loved hearing Alex's perspective. I hope you guys enjoyed it too. You guys can leave a comment in the uh, rate and review section uh, what you guys think about the interview. If you guys learn anything new, I'd be happy to hear uh, from you guys. If there's any kind of questions at all that you have, you know, don't hesitate to reach out to me. My Instagram and Facebook are both 
uh, real estate Dave, and you you can just type that in. You'll see my picture up there. Um, check out American Destiny Real Estate Philadelphia on all social media platforms: Facebook, uh, LinkedIn, Twitter, Instagram at ADR Philly. We're there. You can call our office at two one five five four six one seven one seven. Once again, that's uh, two one five five four six one seven one seven. You could also email us at adrphilly.com. Um, we'd be happy to hear from you. And yeah, guys, once again, leave a comment in the rate and review section if you guys enjoyed it. That would really help me out a lot, see if there's anything else I need to do better. Um, and as as for that, you know, that's it from me. Hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Hope you guys learned something new today from either myself or Alex. Um, once again, don't hesitate to reach out to me with any of your real estate needs or anything, you know. We're people. We should talk to each other. Bottom line. All right. Episode three will be coming out again next Thursday. Thanks for listening. And I'll be talking to y'all soon. Have a good night. Or have a good day, I should say. Because it's the daytime.